welcome back to Emi in St. Louis. I am host number one, Nick. And I am host number three, Travis. And we hope to get host number two at some point in the near future. Uh, if you're out there, let us know. Today, we're talking about American falafel in University City. But before we start talking about that, I, I want to catch up with you, Travis. I haven't seen you in a bit. How are you doing? Uh, doing good. COVID is uh, it, it's still here, which is unfortunate. Uh, it's gotten much worse, which is also unfortunate. And uh, it's going to like really kick restaurants in the teeth this winter. And so I'm preparing to try to balance my Christmas budget with my eating out budget. Yeah. Um, do you have Do you have plans for Thanksgiving? Uh, we do. So once again, thank you. Uh, COVID-19, we're not going home. Uh, no family this year. Uh, but actually, this has ruined our plans in a different way. Usually Hannah and I do a trip over Thanksgiving. Um, it's kind of become our tradition that we travel somewhere. Last year, we were in Australia. Um, before that, you know, we've taken trips in the U.S. So uh, this is kind of our first year, no travel, obviously, no family either. Um, so we're just making our own meal. Uh, we're trying to find some of our favorites. Uh, and I think we're actually getting fried chicken from Amigo Joe's. Nice. And making our favorite sides. That's good. What about you? What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Uh, well, I'm. I, you know what? I don't want to spoil it. I'll, I'll tell you that later. It's a, it's a secret. <laughs> Are you coming here? Are you like singing Thanksgiving carols in front of our house? Classic Thanksgiving carols that everyone loves to sing. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. Uh. We'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, we're talking today about a restaurant called American Falafel that opened in June on Del Mar Boulevard in University City. Uh, it was created by Mo Kadade. Apologies if I butchered your name, <laughs> who grew up in Jordan and moved here to go to Webster University when he was uh, 17 and spent his college years here, spent a lot of time in the loop and grew an appreciation for it. And um, I, I really want to know the more about that story, how he grew up in Jordan and decided, I'm going to go to Webster <laughs> University. <laughs> well, I, I think he had some sort of uh, like computer engineering degree, I, something along those lines, uh, which Webster University has a great program for that. Um, I, I have no idea, honestly. But It's nothing against Webster. It just seems like a, a really bold choice. It sounds like you have something against Webster. And if you want to take your stand <laughs> right now, get up on your soapbox. But it did well for him. He, like, right out of college, he got a job with MasterCard, and he stayed there for a good 15 years and rose up in the ranks and uh, was a VP and was – uh, doing a lot of traveling between here and Dubai and, you know, that's somewhat near Jordan and started like getting back in touch with the food that he grew up with and developing a, a, a new appreciation for it. And he said that, you know, getting out of that business and starting his own business, he said, I really wanted to have my own field to plow or my own art to make. It could have been anything, but it formulated into a restaurant and it's just right. 
and yeah, it, one of his friends from Jordan, who was a chef, was thinking about coming to the U.S. and he invited him to come to St. Louis and collaborate on this project. And they started comparing recipes and like their old family grandmother's recipes. And he said that his his friend told him, "My mom did things one way, but in a restaurant we should do them another." And I told him, "No." We're going to do it your mom's way because that's better. And that is a, a statement that seems like true to his soul and like everything that they've done for this restaurant. They um, imported a falafel and a hummus machine from Jordan and they went around and they tested 25 different Jordanian breads in the tri-state area or something. And they ended up landing on a place in Chicago and every day they have – Fresh baked bread moved in from here, and in between the oven and it getting here, it's just five hours. It it they seem to have done a lot to try to stay true to the taste that he grew up with, and I I dig that. So I want to back up about fifteen minutes in your monologue that you just did. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, he rose up to be a VP at Mastercard and decided, yeah, no. <laughs> No, I think I'd, I'd love rather that. open a restaurant. I I absolutely love that. I you know when I first moved to St. Louis, I uh, worked down the street from American Falafel at the comic store Star Clipper, and the owner there was a very successful lawyer. And then in his forties or something, was like, "I'm going to start a comic shop," and just completely flipped his career and tried something new and something like. He says that he could own and make his own. Um, and then 10 years later, he closed the shop down and became a lawyer again. But anyway. <laughs> you can always go back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, had you heard of American Falafel before? Uh, no. And, you know, before before we really dig into a, American Falafel – you you mentioned that it's a uh, you know Middle Eastern food on the loop, um, which we actually promised uh, our listeners last episode that we we're going to do a place on the loop. Um, I got confused and went to the wrong place on the loop first. <laughs> so if this episode is delayed in coming out, it's because I can't keep my restaurant straight. Um, I actually went to turmeric. On the loop, uh, and Nick has been there also. It's a new restaurant, so we might end up doing an episode on that at a later date. Yeah. So look for that. And that's an understandable mistake. We had talked about doing them before, but I had kind of gotten excited about doing American Falafel, and so switched it up. Yeah, so I had never heard of American Falafel until I went to Turmeric, and I drove by it <laughs> and thought, that place looks good. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, real fast, can we listen to some Yelp reviews? Yeah. Yelp. Yelp. So, Jamie M. from Manhattan, New York, gives this five stars and says, The falafel rivals NYC food carts. Well, I guess she would know she is from Manhattan. Um, the owner takes great pride in the menu and his guests. The dishes were made with freshest ingredients, and the flavor profiles were amazing. Highly recommend. Nice. 
And they got a 4.5 total out of 34 reviews. I want to say before I read one of the few negative reviews from Adnan K from Tulsa, Oklahoma, who gave it two stars. He said, I got the chicken shawarma. The presentation and quantity was fine. However, the chicken was bland, and I personally didn't feel like there was any flavor. Huh. You know I'm a fan of flavor. Yeah. <laughs> You're the biggest fan of flavor. <laughs> I'm I'm not like – I'm not the mayor of Flavortown, but I might be an alderman. <laughs> uh so Chuck P. from University City gave this five stars and said, this is our new favorite takeout restaurant in STL. Um, the steak is one of my favorite dishes of all time. Uh, the seasoning and flavor is out of this world. I give it a 12 out of 10 on my rating scale. Wow. He needs to adjust his rating scale. Yeah. That's not how things work, buddy. <laughs> And then Caroline P. from St. Louis said, five stars, could not say better things about this restaurant. We were looking for some healthier food and decided to go here for the first time. The owners were so accommodating and made sure we were comfortable. We were torn between a few items and they were excited to give their favorite suggestions. While we were waiting, the owners were talking to us about the food, uh, how we'd heard about them and how proud they were of the food. They asked us if we had any dairy or pistachio allergies and then added a free dessert. That's nice. Um, I saw like four or five reviews out of these that spoke to how welcoming the owners were. And and also like all the negative comments, all the positive comments, they're in there on Yelp talking to the community and like trying to make sure everybody's happy and if they're not trying to accommodate them. So one thing that review mentioned that uh, I've got to bring up is healthy. Yeah. Um, I had no idea that this was like a healthy food restaurant. You tricked me. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> in retaliation, I'm currently searching St. Louis for the most unhealthy food I can find to balance this out. We're going back to Twisted Ranch? <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> You know, that is nice, though, because it is healthy, um, and I had no idea. Um, and that, to me, is the best kind of health food, where you don't feel like, uh, as soon as I bite into this, I recognize it's healthy, and I don't like it as much as if it weren't. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Totally agree. Uh, they fooled us. All right, let's talk about our experience. So, yeah, I heard about them, basically, from a friend of a friend's heard it was fantastic it kind of got on my radar it's nearby me and i was interested in going there and was adding them to the list of places that we might review and then about a month ago they actually reached out to us on instagram and said hey we'd love it if you came by and we could buy you a meal and i said that'd be great and then i travis i i took a long hard look in my soul and i made the decision to write back to them and say, no, we want to actually review you. <laughs> I cannot accept your free food. Well, okay, Katie Couric. Uh, I don't know if we're yeah. like, you know, our journalistic integrity is like, uh, I'm sorry, we cannot accept this because we have to be the most fair and unbiased food podcast in St. Louis. 
<laughs> I hear what you're saying, and you're saying that I'm a very noble person, and I appreciate that, Travis. So, thank you. Actually, I totally agree. Uh, you know, when we give our reviews, I always want them to be authentic. Uh, I want people to be able to listen to this if they're coming to St. Louis or if they're looking for a new restaurant to try and get an honest opinion from two people that have no idea what they're talking about that's not influenced by big corporate money. I could not agree more. Um, but I want to add to that that that's only for our reviews. If you want to give us free food, we're definitely down for that. <laughs> we even created a whole new segment. For we did. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I, when I got down to order from them, I went online, went through their website. Very easy. Um, one thing I liked about it was when you're going through and they have the comment section, there's like a grayed out text hinting of like – you know, what you could say about it. And the text there said, no utensils. And that's something that I, I never want utensils from restaurants. I'm always bringing the food home. And so I appreciated that that was there to just suggest this and, you know, have a little bit less waste. And I left a comment. I said, no napkins or utensils. If possible, please make pretty for Instagram pics. And then I put in parentheses, I know I hate myself. Um, <laughs> and Travis, I've talked to you about this. Like, I, I th- there's a weird conflict where I'm like, I know these places want people to be posting pictures of their food. And so it's not really asking a whole lot of them to do that, but I hate doing it. I just feel like the, just, I, I just feel like I'm just a full of myself jerk. Well, okay. Let me just say that. You should not feel that way because of asking them for Instagram pictures. Um, in fact, uh, Hannah and I are uh, in our ever quest to be more informed hosts of this podcast. Um, we're constantly doing research. So one of the things that I was researching, um, I'm watching uh, this show on Netflix called Million Pound Menu. Um, it's British, so uh, it's a million-dollar menu uh, ah. because if they did it in the U.S., a uh, million-pound menu would mean something very different. And when you realized that, did you turn it off? Uh, no, no, I kept watching, uh, okay. but I do love, like, really giant food, but that's a story for another day. Um, but we were watching this, and it's investors that are looking to invest in new restaurants. And one of the things that they look for in, before making an investment is the food something you'd want to share on social media mm. because it's built in marketing. So while uh, you know you are selfish and entitled and full of yourself for other reasons, yes. uh, asking that their food look good on Instagram is a perfectly reasonable request nowadays. Okay. I, I think you made me feel better after that insult. I appreciate that. <laughs> but yeah, they – after I made my order, it said it was going to be ready in 15 minutes. I don't live that far away from them. I got my stuff, got in the car, headed over. On my way over there, I get a call, and I pick it up, and my food is ready already. Uh, that was nice. And I got there, and I went in. I believe the owner was there. Everyone was properly masked and wearing gloves and felt like a really safe environment. Um, actually, to be honest... I walked in without my mask and immediately was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I've done that a couple times, and then I feel like the biggest jerk in the world. I know. Because I judge people so hard that don't wear masks. I know. And so when I, like, stand up to, like, go to the bathroom somewhere and don't put my mask on, I'm always like, oh, no, I am the worst. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, they uh, 
handed it off to me, and on the receipt, there was a note written that said, with my comment circled, they said, best comment ever, you win a free Baba Ganoush. <laughs> so it pays off to be self-deprecating. <laughs> I really appreciated that they uh, dug the joke and tossed in something that was nice. Uh, how did your experience go? So unlike Nick, I do not live right next to American Falafel. Um, you know, he picks only places that he can walk to, uh, within two minutes of his house. Um, (laughs) uh, so this was way across town for me. So I ordered delivery, uh, yeah, went through their app. They work with Postmates, uh, and ordered American Falafel. Um, so I didn't get to see the inside of the restaurant. Nick, I'll have to take your word for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, but the food, uh, did show up nice, uh, nice and hot and easily Instagrammable, and you can find those pictures on our Instagram. That's good. You know, speaking of that uh, extra food thrown in, did you see on our Instagram, I was going to say a listener, but it's it's actually one of my old friends who worked at the, the comic store with me that I mentioned earlier, Dawn, uh, posted that she had listened to our episode on Ghost Kitchens recently oh. and ordered from subdivision sandwich shop and uh and she said even though i don't really like sandwiches which (laughs) doesn't like sandwiches that's crazy um anyway she she added special instructions and wrote make it extra delicious because i'm eating my feelings which i i love the story that she wrote like she's had a tough time uh as a lot of people have lately and put this little you know, expression of herself into her order and they threw in a extra mac and cheese and left her a note that said, we hope your day gets a little brighter. Carbs always help. So enjoy and stay strong. I don't know. It just like, it made me feel really happy uh, that they were giving some love back to her. And, and she said, sandwich was amazing. Confit turkey is life changing. I really want to check out that sandwich. And then she also suggested to us that we do an episode on our favorite sandwiches, which uh, I I think we have to, right? Yeah. Like you and I are I mean, big lovers of that, sandwiches. That's a tough call. I mean, that's a big, big ask. Yeah. I, before I brought this up, I thought, if I bring this up, are we just going to talk about sandwiches the rest of the episode? And then I, I felt safe knowing that you would want to spend some time thinking, mulling it over and doing some research. And Yeah. yeah. But yeah, oh, let's, yeah, let's come back to that idea. That's great. But yeah, let's talk about the food we got from American Falafel. All right. So speaking of sandwiches, great segue here. Um, I got a few different things. You know, I don't like to share food, but uh, for this instance... I split some things with my wife because I wanted to try a bunch of things on their menu. The first thing I had to try was the original falafel sandwich. Mm. I mean, if you're going to hang your hat on it, if if that's going to be your staple, I've got to try it. That is hot falafel served inside pita bread with fresh hummus and tahini sauce, crispy on the outside and deliciously soft on the inside. I also got the steak shawarma, two steak shawarma rolls with our signature tahini sauce. Um, I got their hummus, uh, which came with uh, deep fried pita chips. Mm -hmm. And, of course, I had to get the falafel bites. If you're going to call yourself American falafel, I want to try the falafel in its purest form. Yeah. 
Uh, I also got the hummus and the falafel bites. Um, I, I mean, I'll just start out saying the hummus was great, uh, really rich, smooth, creamy. Um, but then the the pita chips that came with it were they they were fried and they were amazing. Like I could eat that all day long. <laughs> I can only assume you felt the same way, but tell me. Uh, see, I'm much more of a pita purist. Um, oh. I want. I want pita bread. Uh, we got uh, from turmeric. We got some nice buttered pita, and mm-hmm. I, I feel like just some regular pita uh, would have been great because the hummus was incredible, smooth. Uh, had some full chunks of chickpea in there. Uh, we dipped some pickled vegetables that came with our sandwiches in the hummus. Uh, we had hummus for days. I used it on wraps. I used it on everything. Uh, the hummus itself was amazing. I actually, I wasn't a huge fan of the uh, the chips. That's insane to me. Uh, I mean, I <laughs> definitely like classic pita, but these were so good. And I actually put in my notes, they should be selling these at Schnucks, you know, like the uh, Billy Goat chips or something. They should be bagging those up and selling them. I want those all the time. And yeah, the hummus, top notch. Very good. What'd you think of the falafel bites? Uh, The falafel bites, uh, I'm so glad I had them on their own because they had such a nice light flavor. Um, They're seasoned really well, crispy on the outside, uh, nice and like soft in the middle uh it it came with a nice dipping sauce uh that worked really well with the falafel bites um i kind of see why they hang their hat on you know falafel because they do it really well uh it's seasoned really well the flavor comes across incredibly and i'm glad that i tried it both in the sandwich and then on its own yeah i'm not a falafel aficionado but i really enjoyed them myself like you said uh nice toasty outside and that tip was fantastic speaking of dips you said you got the baba ganoush yeah that was very good uh it had a nice smoky earthy flavor we downed that in the first sitting i think what else did you get let's see i got a chicken shawarma and you were talking about this place being healthy this was the one that i wanted to be less healthy like (laughs) i when i bit into it it felt uh it was a little bit dry, and I think part of that's because they have a garlic sauce that comes on the side, and I'm a little bit used to like a kind of wetter tahini-filled uh, shawarma. Al Tarbouche makes a really good one. It was great, but it was just it, – it wasn't unhealthy enough for me. Is that bad <laughs> to say? <laughs> no, I've been, I've been there at a lot of restaurants. I've been like, yeah. you know, you could deep fry this and it would really take it to the next <laughs> level. <laughs> and yeah, I might have doubled the garlic. Like I, some people don't like garlic, but just lay on as much as you can, you know? Yep. So if you're looking for a less healthy alternative, might I uh, recommend the steak shawarma, which is the other sandwich that I got. Um, that was... I mean, that that was the thing that I got that I was like, yes, uh, I will go back here. This is incredible. The steak was seasoned beautifully and unlike anything I'd ever had before. Hmm. Um, it was just tasty, tender. Uh, the tahini sauce that they put with it, uh, it was just like that perfect match. You pair that up with some of the pickled vegetables they had on the side, um, it gave you gave you this great bite that didn't taste healthy at all. Um, 
but I'm I'm sure it was, but it, like no sacrifices, you know. Yeah, like this was just an amazing, amazing sandwich that uh, you know it's nine bucks on the menu. Mm-hmm. That's something I would run by and grab for lunch any day of the week. Yeah, they have a really good uh, price point for most of their food. I think um, it's you know all the sandwiches are eight or nine dollars. Uh, the falafel bites are only five. It's it's a great lunch spot, I think. Um, and I'm not surprised you said that about the steak shawarma. I would have predicted that you got the steak galaya, which I picked up because I, I read a, a couple of Yelp reviews that said it was the best thing on the menu. And that's uh, sirloin steak bites sautéed with mushrooms and onions. And it is it was really good. It was like rich peppery steak uh the onions were perfectly sauteed with a little bit of crisp and sweet very well cooked and that's served on top of a uh jordanian flatbread imported from chicago (laughs) the only like qualm i might have had with it was that uh it's it's a very heavy meal and um and it could use a little bit of fresh vegetables which i fortunately had with other meals so i threw those in and it was fantastic loved it and then angie got a halloumi sandwich which i had a bite of and it was very good uh had nice melty cheese with a smoky pungent flavor to it and uh had pickles and pesto sauce very good did you run into the same thing there was that like kind of heavy i i saw that on the menu and i thought uh you know, a grilled cheese sandwich as a wrap, I'm, I'm, it just feels like it'd be a lot. Uh, no, no, it was a good combination, actually. And then I also got the dessert mentioned before, I think, A Thousand Nights. Did you try that? I did not. I, I no. Uh, had no idea what it was. Uh, the description is delight in every bite, uh, which tells me mm-hmm. absolutely nothing about what I'm ordering. But... Uh, <laughs> Because of that, I was like, I don't know if this is going to travel well. I don't know if this is something that is going to hold up to a delivery. Uh, so I stayed away. I think it would have. It's like a large square with a kind of a thicker custard-like texture to it. Maybe an inch or a little bit less deep. And yeah, the that on its own isn't very sweet. It's It's got kind of a floral taste and it's got pistachio toppings on it and then it comes with a little um little side of like simple syrup that you can dip that in or or drizzle it on top to add that sweetness to it and it was very good and kept for a couple of days we had that all right so should we get to our reviews yes let's do it okay so i am torn on american falafel um it was great it was it was really good. It it was a great price point. Uh, the flavor was fantastic. Uh, they season everything really well. You can tell that um, they're coming with a point of view for this food. Uh, they're really not uh, dumbing it down. Um, a lot of times, uh, you know, you, you kind of feel like everything's been a little bit Americanized mm-hmm. uh, and starts tasting similar to. Uh, I've had falafel here. It's going to taste like falafel there. Um, this one did have a distinct characteristic about it, which I really appreciate. Um, the uh, 
the serving size was great. Uh, like I said, for the price, it's outstanding. Um, there just wasn't really anything that blew me away. Um, I don't think that I should be looking for that in every restaurant, but uh, to me, that's what separates, uh, you know, those high fours and fives uh, from, you know, the twos and the threes is, uh, is there something here that I would tell somebody, you know, go there, get this. Uh, the closest thing they've got to it is that steak. The steak is beautifully cooked. Uh, the flavor profile that it's coming with is really unlike a lot of things I've tasted. Uh, is that enough to take it to the next level? I'm not sure. Uh, so I would have to say I give American Falafel a four. Wow. Um, I went back and forth on this a lot. Um, you know, as as I was eating that uh, uh, steak... Uh, steak shawarma. I I was thinking, you know, this might be a five. This is this is something else here. Um, but you know, th- the chips just didn't really do it for me. I I felt like uh they did a bit of a disservice to the hummus. Uh, they didn't really add anything to it. Uh, the falafel bites were great, but when you put them in the sandwich, you get lost a little bit. Gets a little muddy. Uh, you don't get that great flavor of the falafel. Um right in your face like you do with the bites. Um, so for all those reasons, I'm going to give it a four. Uh, solid, solid restaurant, good food, unique flavors, um, and a great spot to swing by for lunch or even like a weeknight dinner. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't hear anything after those chips weren't doing anything for you. Can you go back? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. I uh, I mentioned how much I hate healthy food. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, I love that they are bringing healthy, delicious food into the loop. Um, there are a, a few other Mediterranean restaurants there. Um, uh, but I think, like you said, they're bringing something a little bit different. Um, this is a nice place to get lunch at that perfect price point and leave feeling good. I, I think you should go back and get that mm-hmm. steak galaya. I'm surprised you didn't already. Hummus was top notch, you know, and I I think I should give the chicken shawarma another chance, especially right now when it's delivered. It, I I usually prefer things to have a sauce on the side like that. Uh, next time I get it, maybe I'll open it up and drizzle it on and let it soak into the chicken a little bit, and that might do the job that I'm looking for. The one thing I'm going to give against them is I said no napkins and no utensils, and Travis. I had napkins in my bag. <laughs> I can't stand for that, Travis. Well, you didn't ask for uh, baba ganoush either, and they put that in no. there, so maybe yeah, that balances so, out. Yeah, that balances it out. <laughs> and actually, afterwards, I was like, wait, I could have as many napkins as I want. I just, it's really the plastic I don't want. So <laughs> They were right to do that. Okay, I take that back. Uh, five stars. I loved it. Oh, wow. Okay. Happy that they're here. And I, I mentioned during the Yelp reviews, it's just the sense that I got from the owner and the people working there and their social media presence and the responses from from everybody who's been there it just this seems like a place that loves the community and wants to be here and invested and you know isn't just trying to like make a quick buck startup shop if he wanted to make a quick buck he could have stayed with mastercard let's be honest right <laughs> Yeah, he made he made like lots of slow bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh 
so yeah, I, I really appreciate that. And it seems like there's a love there and uh, wish the best to them. And as we're kind of wrapping up, I wanted to also bring up in connection with that, that the first way that I heard about them was through somebody who works for Welcome Neighbor SDL, which we brought up the last episode in the Ghost Kitchens episode. And um, they're a local community group that supports immigrants and refugees that are starting a new life in St. Louis. And people in American Falafel have partnered with them, and they're doing something this Thanksgiving, this Sunday, uh, hopefully we're going to get this episode out in time, where you can order a meal through them, and they'll donate a meal to somebody else. And so, Travis, I'm sorry, we're not singing at your house. <laughs> I, I was just holding off to tell you that we were doing our Thanksgiving meal through them. Well, that's lovely. And also, I, I think you brought up a good point about American Falafel, um, that, you know, this felt, uh, it felt like something that the Loop didn't have. Uh, and really, something St. Louis doesn't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I give them a lot of credit for that. Um, there are a lot of restaurants we reviewed that it's like, this is really great. Um, I'm going to go to the version of this that's closest to my house. Um, but, you know, there's really nothing like American Falafel out there. Uh, so, you know, definitely try it. Uh, form your own opinions. Nick and I obviously think very highly of them. Uh, so, Definitely uh, try it out. Tell us what you think and tell us uh, if you've had anything else like that in St. Louis. Yeah. Check them out on Instagram. Check out the um, Welcome Neighbor STL uh, to to see the deal they're, they're doing. You can get uh, lentil soup with Jordanian chicken, kabsa, tzatziki, and baklava. Everybody loves baklava. And... Please, please, please support your local restaurants this winter. They need it. Um, everybody is going to struggle. Um, we know everyone wants to stay safe. Everyone is trying to stay safe. Um, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of great options for uh, delivery, for carryout. Uh, so please, um, I know it's been a long time, and I feel like we've been making this plea with you for like a year because it damn near has been uh but there really might not be any more important time uh to support your local restaurants than through this winter yeah we're going through a tough time and if you want to keep going to your favorite restaurants then you have to support them right now uh thank you everyone for listening we'll be back soon in a couple weeks for our next episode so check us out then and happy thanksgiving tell mitch i said hi 